see? First you come up with a plan. Then after that, take over the world and watch it. Well now, we call this the act of Yeah, we don't want you to scare your children. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pints of the Roundtable. I am Monty Morgan. Hi. Hi, Monty. Oh, hi, me. I'm here with <laughs> Matt Gibson. Hi. And Tara Stiles. Hi. Hey. Oh. <laughs> I always hey, actually. Yeah, that's right. You always hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a hey joke, but I really didn't have any. Oh, shit, man. Today was fucking wild as fuck. Man, today was a day. What happened to you? Um, It was just a crazy fucking day. It was wild. That's it? Well, I talked to you earlier about the CC's pizza. I was sitting there. I don't think I told Tara. No. Tara needs to hear. No. Uh, yeah, so I'm at CC's, and I'm, e- I'm eating pizza, and out of nowhere, these two girls are talking next to me, and their sister's talking about how much they really want to explore each other and, like, pretty much fuck, but they don't know if it's how they're going to explain it or how to not make it wrong. It just weird that's that's a lot to take in so i mean they essentially wanted to have like an out in the open relationship they didn't just want to fuck behind closed doors they wanted to be oh, able to yeah. like they want to be able to tell people how their Holy sisters shit. my dumb ass didn't even think about that i mean they're although, already fucking obviously right although, well maybe maybe not they might need the social acceptance before they take the next i don't know man you were there for the conversation all i'm saying is cc's pizza is not the place to have it, this conversation when, and if you're gonna do it maybe you sit a couple tables away from someone no no i mean i, I have vibe that it wouldn't bother you it didn't bother me it was just i mean <laughs> i even sent the text i was like man you think their mama got an ass <laughs> yeah <laughs> if they weren't underage <laughs> That's Oof. not exactly how that sentence. <laughs> I was I left Oof. the I left the second part unsaid on okay. purpose. <laughs> that just makes me look bad. It makes me look real bad. Okay, <laughs> I'd give him stickers. That's what he said on the yeah, second I'd, half. I'd give him stickers and tell him to check us out. Yeah. That's what he because <laughs> I I want to hear the story. I'm sure, but they look like they're oh. underage for sure. Oh. Yeah, I was like, man, if they were underage, I would give them stickers and tell them to email us. Yeah, <laughs> but thanks for making me look like you know a total. Creeper. Yeah. <laughs> which is a good time to talk about Creep Responsibly, which is a sponsor we have. They actually paid us money. We're writing an ad for them, but you can check her out at creepresponsibly.com. Instagram. She's on Instagram. Instagram. And she's got some really cool shirts. And actually, her old principal is really cool. We're just trying to build up a, a good ad for her. Her old principal. It's not about your gym teacher. Yeah, it's Tara. not about. That's exactly where I was going <laughs> to oh, go with it. <laughs> it's not about your gym teacher. But yeah, just uh, it's an anti-rape roofy thing, and but that's awesome. So if you get a hint, check her out. Check her out. But anyway, good time. Responsibly. Oh, this morning. Fuck. Okay, here's how my day started. Unless you guys have more important stories, no. Please tell them. Not a, my day was wild. Definitely not important. So at work, I get there at six. It's a beautiful day. I had me a delicious. All right, it was gross. It was McDonald's, but <laughs> I, was, I try to class it up. So I go and take like the. the biggest shit because i'm still on my kansas time because we're an hour ahead here like it's oh from... your your, your uh, daily constitutional hasn't yeah hasn't shifted yeah yet. i gotcha anyway so i'm pooping and i look over zero toilet paper i'm like brand <gasps> oh, no. new here oh, this is no. week two so i can't and my Text phone anybody well i didn't bring my phone i don't bring because they don't use my phone much at work because i have to watch my job oh jobs. man so i'd like set it up the spotify and just leave it there on the desk and which which sock did you lose the right one. <laughs> the right one. And when I got back in, like, I work with Bill. Bill's in the room next to me. I was like, dude, what time does Dave get to work? And Dave's my boss, the guy that actually flew me out here and hired right. me and all that. And 
I was like, what time's Dave get to work? He's like, oh, I think around like 7, 7.30. I'm like, dope, I got time. So I texted Dave. I'm like, yo, bring me a sock. <laughs> <laughs> One sock. I had to text my boss. I did. I even show you the text if you want. Oh. Oh, it was bad. I was like, yo, Dave, right there. Send me a sock. They're bringing Never mind. Ignore that. I figured it out. Yeah. And then, oh. Could you bring me a sock? That was 6.41. And 6.54 I said, never mind. Ignore that. I went out to my truck and I had some camping socks in there. <laughs> Thank God. Which sock did you lose? Um, it's funny, you know, though. Yeah. Um. It, now, now let me tell you, as an experienced, the first thing you should lose is your underwear. No, just man. go commando. No. Just go ahead. Just because then you don't it have one on, you're sock. You're on your feet all day. That's, my, I, that's exactly no. why I said it. My dick is too nilly willy for that. I've been caught, caught in the zipper three times, and that's enough. No, to know. you don't unzip after that. <laughs> you don't. It's dude. You, you shit. You shit, and you wiped your shit with your boxers. That's it. That's the end of the day. You got to wait till you get home. Now that's. To pee or anything? Yeah, yeah. No, it's too risky. Oh, you're gonna cut your dick in your zipper, man. That's... I say you just rip the bottom of your shirt off and you crop top it the rest of the way. They're company shirts. Or, oh. or oh, <laughs> the second choice is. I mean, for me, the if I if I actually shoes. use a sock, I have to take the other one off. I can't have one sock and not the other one. I, just, How do you I'll, choose? Yeah, which sock? It's on uh, the, whichever the, one is the cleanest, because you're gonna touch your asshole with it. I just put them on. <laughs> Like I Which just, side of the sock is cleaner, the inside or the outside? <laughs> the inside, for sure. Because you're putting it in a boot that you're in all day. When you first put your sock foot into a sock. What's making the boot dirty, though, man? Here's the it's thing. It's your foot. You, wa- so. you wash your feet more than you feet. wash your boots. Yeah, that's So fair. the inside is definitely cleaner. Yeah. Uh, the top. I mean, I did use the, the crew inside sock. because. The, I, the, the way top of the crew sock is the cleanest. Yeah, I pulled it off inside <laughs> out, so. Oh, that's, oh. Yeah, it's been an it's awesome funny. day, man. It's funny. We all we had sister fuckers, and <laughs> I lost a sock. I'd say if you lost it. No, I threw it away. It's gone. So much as it sacrifices. And then I threw the, the other one. Good. Threw the other one away when I found my uh, my camping socks. You just <laughs> threw it away. Yeah. You should have kept it in your truck. No, it's got poo on. Yeah. It. No, or the you, one that you oh, the, didn't poo on. Yeah, the good one. You should have kept it in there so that if you had to wipe at the sock again, you could go to your car and had a sock. Tara knows what's up. Well, I, and then your boss would have to bring you socks. I mean, <laughs> you, you have one buffer sock now. That's what I would look at. You have, you have a buffer sock. That's fair. That's why I need you guys around in my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've shat ourselves and wiped with clothing like, articles. I didn't shat myself. I shat in the appropriate spot. Mm. I just, uh, <laughs> there was no toilet paper. If the oh. Molly maids wouldn't have left me like this. Oh. <laughs> no toilet. What else you guys got? Anything interesting happened to you guys? Nothing I want to talk about. Oh, that's fair. My fucking cat got stuck under my shed all day. I had to leave for Why? work. Why? 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 Well, because I wanted her and the kittens to mm-hmm. slowly discover outside because eventually they're gonna be allowed outside. Wait, are we calling? Are we calling the shed? Is this pizza? Yeah. The work cat pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was calling her Emma because she's the M employee of the month. Oh, so cool. <laughs> so you guys just talk on the side now? Oh, yeah. I get Snapchats of the cats and everything. What are you all talking time, about? Yeah. Oh, my God. Here what are you talking go. about? Shit you don't want to see, but I want to see yeah. it all the time. You know, I want to see what I want to hear about your cats. So I had to, the, the kittens came out from under Way the to shed avoid easy. Way to I just avoid. had to rustle a stick around, and the kittens are like, ooh, here I come. I could. If I could have just left the door open and went inside, she eventually would have went in. But I couldn't do that because then the kittens would get out. Oh. 
So like she finally, so I held onto the kittens and got in the shed and left the door open. And she kind of like started, she like put one foot in the shed and then the door moved and she ran back under. I'm like, son of a bitch. It was late for work. Something Come home her. from work. and yep. Something spooky. It, it, it's the fact that she's been, she was a complete outside cat and she was terrified to be inside, to being confined in a small space. So now she doesn't. She's got to re-get used to being outside. Yeah. She was very scared to go outside. Yep. So I'm not going to let them come out and play unless it's my day off. Probably smarter, at least until the cat so gets used So that I'm not late it, for yeah. fucking work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's it. That well, was. I mean, trying to climb under a shed and get a cat, that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. You can't climb under it. There, it's, at least you don't have to wipe your ass with a cat. It's a hole big enough for cats. Oh, are we competing now? No, no, no. I'm just saying at least <laughs> you What, for Tara's friendship? I want my Mega Man cut back. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I want, I want my Mega Man uh, cut back. I mean, you, you've actually been present where I told Tara I fully expect pictures of these cats on the regular. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, you were there. And then she started sending me pictures of the cats on the regular. Like well, that's... Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> you know what I've never said? What's that? You know what I've never said? I've never said, yo, Tara, don't send me pictures of your cat. Oh. <laughs> she goes, yes, what? she goes, Oh. <laughs> oh, but you're not on Snapchat, homie. That's I where know. I'm he getting is, them all. I do send them. I, I guarantee if he got on Snapchat, he would find stuff that, like, oh, you have, send him stuff. He just never You have it. a Snapchat? You just don't have the Snapchat? Yeah, it's not even installed in my phone. I gotcha. installed it one time. This is many years ago. Casey Combs was like, you have to get a Snapchat, so I have to stop. Yep. saving and sending things to you yep. like yeah. the old man It was my are. sister. It was and my so sister. Same thing. I did. Yep. I downloaded it, and I was like, all right, I'm deleting this. No, she got cheat. I mean, I was doing the traveling upholstery, and she'd be sending me shit that she was sending other people on Snapchat. She was just like, could you just fucking get Snapchat, Matt? I, I was like, I don't need just, Snapchat. I'm not trying to delete no messages or whatever. And she's I like, just shut the fuck up and get it. I save everything and send it to Monty separately. The things that I want him to see, I have to send to him separately. Nope, you should just get a Snapchat so you can see kittens. It's I, great. I, I have one. You next can send time it his there. phone's laying around. Download it and Always sign him back there. in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just... All right. Well, you want to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's I think uh, last week we uh, gave you part one, of course, which was his early crimes. Um, we did his capture and his year of terror. Uh, his... Peter. Peter Curtin here? Yeah. Yeah. Peter Curtin tales. Curtin. But not only did we give you that, we gave you some really bad accents. I mean, and they're only <sighs> going to get worse. No, I've been practicing at work. Oh, oh. This is the, now this is how your co-workers know you. You're yes. doing later hosen accents. I am. I All am. Right. So I've been practicing work, so be prepared for the new. And improved? The, the new. The new. Okay. Character acting. <laughs> we are still looking for a character actor. No one has emailed us. Actually, I haven't checked. <laughs> Three character actors going, fuck you guys, man. Fuck you guys. That's You're on top of that. You're the one that gets them. I don't mind going to junk mail for some reason. I don't know why. Rude. But, so yeah, that's where we left you last time. So, the making of a killer. Unquestionably, the victim of a vicious background. Curtin was born Colin Mulheim on the 26th of May. Did you just giggle at me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> was, it, was it the accent? Oh, no. What accent? <sighs> On May 26th, May 1883. That was like two years before I was born. <laughs> He's it, old. Him or me. Mm-hmm. Uh, his childhood <laughs> was spent in a poverty-stricken one-room apartment, one of a family of 13 whose father was a brutal drunkard. At least you knew your dad. 
There was a long history of alcoholism and mental trouble on the paternal side of the family, and his father frequently arrived home drunk, assaulting the children and forcing intercourse on the mother. Not okay. Not at all. No, of course it's not okay. I don't think I can. I'm waiting for it. You promised. But I really, I lied. I was not practicing at work. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if they hadn't been married, it would have been rape, Curtin once remarked. Oh, that's definitely a new accent. (laughs) Yeah, it is. That sounds very English, yeah? Yeah, it's very American. Uh, Irascible and self-possessed, Mr. Curtin was sexually uncontrolled and was later jailed for three years for committing incest with Peter's sister, age 13. Uh, yuck. We definitely, definitely yuck. There's so much yuck there. What did we call him last time? Tara wrote the description. A beast. No, that's definitely That's what you kept saying. The guy's a fucking beast. (laughs) You did say that more than once. I know I did. Uh, Maternally, Curtin seems to have originated from a fairly respectable stock. The daughter of an affluent proprietor, Miss Curtin, had five brothers and sisters, all of whom lived to a ripe age. Oh, how nice. A separation was secured from her husband following his attempted incest and imprisonment, and in 1911, she remarried. And she died in 1927. Well, that's good. 16 good years of not being raped. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. When you put it like that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck this guy. Well, Curtin's sadistic impulses were awakened by the violent scenes in his own home. Oh, God, I hate myself. I can't do it. I'm yep, sorry. Yep. Uh, the whole family suffered through his drinking. For when... He was in drink. My father was terrible. I, being the eldest, had to suffer most. As you may well imagine, we suffered terrible poverty, all because the wages went on drink. We all lived in one room, and you will appreciate what effect that had on me sexually, Curtin said. Mm -hmm. I had to listen to all my sisters masturbating all the time. That's... Except for the two sisters who (laughs) were trying to decide if it was okay for them to be into each other. Man, I hope they were step... Are we talking about this? About the CC's Pizza Girls? Okay, so technically it's not incest if you can't impregnate somebody. What? <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. What? <laughs> I don't think that's how... Yeah, no, it's not how it works at all. It is well, not how it works at all. My sister got her tubes tied, at so all. it's not incest anymore. Yeah. It yeah, it's like not how it works at all. Not at all. The <laughs> second dumbest thing you've ever said. What's the first? <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and listen. <laughs> I think it was... Right, yeah, guys. Monty, I'd love to be on your show. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> I'll be right out there. Oh. oh my god. At the age of nine, Curtin befriended a dog catcher who lived in the same house, a degenerate who showed him how to masturbate and torture dogs. Oh great life <laughs> skills. Different hobbies. Just, uh, uh, at, <laughs> at the what? same time or I, I, uh, did you also learn how to masturbate the dogs while you were t- I just uh, <laughs> I, oh. Masturbate and torture dogs. You know, I really didn't like this guy on part one. <laughs> this is not getting any better on part two. And the dog catchers. Fuck that guy. I like to catch dogs and torture them and masturbate in front of them. <sighs> Maybe that's the torture. He's like, yeah, you're going to watch me do this. Can't, <sighs> can't have none of this peanut butter. It's all mine. All this is awful. All of this. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm trying to make the best of a bad situation. I don't know. And the worst part is when you're jacking off the peanut butter, you realize somebody <laughs> somebody bought crunchy. And you're like, ow! Oh, it's the Skippy Super Chunk. What is this? Right? It's so sharp, but I've got to finish. I'm committed. <laughs> Whereas a normal child would have reacted with emotional recoil to this influence, the boy welcomed the friendship and a powerful and most significant bond developed. Oh, hell yeah. You got Jiffy. I love Jiffy. <laughs> 
That's what my it's what my choosy mom chooses. It was probably <laughs> homemade back then. I mean, it was when they were done. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, it didn't take long for the show to go where it normally does. Right, yep. Right. Proud, I'm proud of us. Yep. All right. Around the same time, Curtin drowned a schoolfellow while playing on a raft in the Rhine. God. But you mean your mom doesn't <laughs> choose Jif? I didn't. I didn't know you could take a sharp left turn from dog torturing and masturbating, but there it was. I That's mean, <laughs> they probably drowned dogs in a bucket, so now they're going to... Oh. When the boy's friend dived in to rescue him, he too was pushed under the raft and held down until he suffered. What? Fucking shit. Got you both. <laughs> Got you both. That's what we call the honeypot. Uh. You put the bait down there, and then when the other one the comes... The bait's his dead friend? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you got you to gotta get the bait somehow. The master bait. Oh, no. All right. I won't. The sec- <laughs> Looks like there's something stuck in there. The sexual urges were developing rapidly, and Curtin was soon committing bestiality on sheep and goats in the nearby stables. Chris, come get your boy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> also, big shout out to Chris, by the way, for finding our sponsor and doing all of our uh, intros and outros and stuff for us. We love you, buddy. Oh, he's so awesome. Heck yes. Sheep fucker. <laughs> It was quickly discovered that he had his most powerful sensation when he stabbed a sheep as he had intercourse, an act that was performed with increasing frequency. How do you dis- how do you discover that? See, just I you know, I was just fucking the sheep like you do. You just you just and I accidentally and, and stabbed then I had it. And a weird violent tendency <laughs> and I liked that more. I, By the age of 16, Peter was stealing and had run away from home. He that's, was soon to re- Sorry, that's, that's where it, that's where it went after fucking sheep. He's like, man, yeah, I, I love stealing. stealing. <laughs> he was soon to receive the first of 26 prison sentences that would occupy 24 years of his life. The crimes were, at first, petty, mostly thieving for food and clothing, and often gaining short sentences in Dusseldorf prisons. Upon release from detention in 1899, Curtin began living with an ill-treated masochist prostitute twice his age. His education was now complete, and the inherent sadistic impulses were transferred from animals to human beings. I mean, this is like the perfect storm for this guy. I mean, it really is. He meets the dog catcher, petty crimes, then he meets a fucking... prostitute who gets off on being abused because of her own trauma. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, she likes to be... And he likes to do so. Right, <laughs> right. So now he's got. A, he's actually an he open to environment do. to do it. You know. Yeah, like, where it's acceptable. Yes. Oh. Oh. The first lengthy period of incarceration left Peter bitter and angry at human penal conditions. Okay. Anybody who. Yeah. Every, it, anybody who spent any time in jail. Yeah. You ever been yeah. to a Seven Eleven when you used to quick trips? It's the same principle. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> you're bitter and angry. You go in. You're like, this tea is trash. The gas is weird. The service is garbage. The and pizza the is, is not the same. They just keep changing like, the sticker on the tea, just, but not the tea. You gotta concentrate it though. Like it's it's that feeling, but just stronger. Just I mean, my love for Quick Trip runs deep. I almost didn't move here because there were no Quick Trips. <laughs> there will be soon. Okay, all right. Or they'll be coming goes in Kansas. You better, I'm gonna fuck a sheep with peanut butter and stab it. Oh god damn it! Uh, yeah, that was weird. Oh, so weird. I do not condemn those sentences in themselves, but I do condemn the way they are carried out on young people. Which is a weird thing to say. I don't like, think it's, like right it's only that good young people for, have to be here. Yeah, only good this. for old people. <laughs> right. Not good for young people. Uh, internment also introduced Peter to yet another perverse refinement, a fantasy world where he could achieve orgasm by imagining brutal sex acts. Yeah, because he couldn't commit them, because he couldn't fuck a sheep. Because he was in jail, what? yeah. 
What else am I going to do with my time? Fuck the guard. Don't even give me a knife. Who am I going to stab? Uh, he became so obsessed with these fantasies that he deliberately broke minor prison rules so that he could be sentenced to solitary confinement. In all fairness, I support this. If I got to be in jail, I'm doing something. Can you send me to solitary? I am I'm saying, too pretty. Just just this one sentence? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, think about it. Like, it, it's it's easier to read a book at home by yourself than in a crowded mall. He can't fantasize about these things when there's people everywhere. He's like, I want my alone time so I can really think about these I think fantasies. He's so busy carrying him out, he doesn't need to fantasize. But now he has the alone time, like you said. So he's like, it's just over encompassed I mean, some in of his us, brain. Some right. of us can he just read books in, wherever we want to. So, right. But I he mean, wants just... to be in solitary confinement so that he doesn't have distractions from thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean, it. absolutely. But like, I think. His, and also, you can jack off, right? Right when you're thinking about it. Right. Not that stabbing sheep and, and fucking them, that's bad, right? But that's like sating his need for the further masochist or sadomasochist stuff because he's yeah. getting his fix to a degree. But now it's he's not so getting gross. his fix. So his brain oh, is just so like. Gross. It's all it can think about. Yeah. Like quick trips, motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, he can't even do petty crimes right now. Well, I mean, he, he can. He's doing petty crimes. To get in solitary <laughs> confinement. Yeah. <laughs> well, and solitary did prove to be the ideal atmosphere for all his sadistic daydreaming. Uh, and shortly after his release from prison, Curtin made his first murderous attack on a girl during sexual intercourse, leaving her for dead in the Grafenberg Wood. No body was ever found, and the girl most probably crawled away, keeping the terrible secret to herself. Woof. I mean, that's the best-case scenario, right? I mean, that's the best-case scenario, hopefully. Yikes. Inevitably, more confinement followed, and after each jail term, Peter's feelings of injustice were strengthened. Most worryingly for the people of Dusseldorf, his sexual and sadistic fantasies now involved revenge on society. And that was when the first punk album was made. <laughs> I was like, that's not funny. I don't like that when you make fun of my culture. I don't like it. <laughs> Green Day was born. Then they, I almost said rapist, but you beat me to uh, the... the ex excuse me. His culture. We all know that Avril Lavigne yes. invented, invented punk, punk rock. That's right. Queen. Goddess. Man, I love it. Oh, so good. That's I, I hate that I do, though, man. I'm not going to lie. It's so complicated. <laughs> and now I hate you, too. <laughs> I'll see you later, boy. <laughs> Show's over. Everyone bail. I'm with you. That's it. That's the extent of my That's it. pop Avril Lavigne knowledge. Me too, sadly. I still love her raccoon eyes, though. All right. Confessions and trial. Once under arrest... Curtin spoke with remarkable frankness to Professor Karl Berg, an eminent German psychologist who was later to write the most comprehensive guide to the career of Peter Curtin in a book entitled The Sadist. Uh, Berg was supremely successful in winning the prisoner's confidence and provided a fascinating insight into the mind of a killer. Do you think he was just a smooth fucking talker? I, or do you think he provided, like, actual insight? Or maybe Curtin wanted of, to talk, you know? like. I mean, his wheels were turning. Oh. I don't know what came out of his mouth. Peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Super chunk. <laughs> uh, Curtin's memory functioned with a most extraordinary clarity, and the vividness with which he preserved the details of each crime gives us a measure of gratification of the act. Yeah. I mean, he relived that shit. He put him in the spank oh, yes. Yeah. When Curtin dealt with matters that had no emotional value for him, his memory was often highly defective and flawed. Meaning, like, some of his childhood stuff, he couldn't, he just kind of made some of it up, or just right. wouldn't remember. He'd be like, well, I was just a kid, did kid things, until I met the dog catcher. <laughs> <laughs> That's Which, all just kid stuff. I remember very clearly. <laughs> Masturbation is 
Well, kid yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely. You're, you, you're usually not taught how to do it, though. No. By a dog torturer? No. Well, not usually yeah. by a dog torturer, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. The manner in which Curtin enumerated all of his offenses is quite astounding. He was not accused of these crimes one by one but reeled off his own account, beginning with number one and ending with number 79. Which is fucking wild. Wow. Right? He's like, oh, yeah, so I stole bubble gum and just goes on. You know what I mean? By the end of it, he's like, oh, yeah, and this, then I raped the girl and <laughs> stabbed her. Oh. oh, wait, but we can't skip the sheep. Oh. No, we count the sheep. <laughs> no. Before we sleep. No. We count the sheep before we sleep. Oh. And then we stabs them. I have them now on my peak. You're giving me nightmares, man. <laughs> you don't like my limerick? <laughs> you don't like my limerick? I'd, what's going to happen the next time I count sheep when I'm trying to sleep? You got two options. Limerick or I go back to voice acting. You promised voice acting. Shit. <laughs> I count the sheep on my peep. Oh. All right. German. We want German. Every single case was dictated to the stenographer and curtain even showed enjoyment at the horrified faces of the many police officers that listened to his shocking recital. Yeah, I could only imagine. Oh, yeah, he was eating it up like, ha, look at all these people thinking that this is crazy and disgusting and disturbing. Especially like cops who have seen some disgusting and disturbing stuff. So if these guys think it's disgusting and disturbing. I mean, in 1888, the cops were like, well, that one's got a dress on. Arrest her. (laughs) I saw an ankle. I saw... Not in Russia. In Russia, ankles come to you or something. Uh, I don't know. Is that how it works? In Russia? Yeah. The accent or what I said? Neither. Neither. (laughs) Such, then, is the so-called great confession attributed to Curtin after his arrest. The fullness and accuracy of the disclosed... The fullness and accuracy of the disclosure naturally awoke doubts as to its ferocity. And yet, aside from the occasional and perhaps understandable mistruth, the vast majority of his salient statements were adhered to in discussions with the examining magistrate and later the Professor Berg. I feel like that sentence was like the sentence that you use for, all right, we're going to put you on our podcast, but we got to know if you can read. <laughs> Which none of us can. I definitely got a C-. You did pretty good. That's better than some of our cast members. I mean, <laughs> you, you read Veracity very well. You did great. For not knowing what the word was at all. I know. Consequently, yeah. you were quite precise. <laughs> Had some obvious skepticism, but it worked out. Yeah. Kurt... Curtin himself recognized the obvious skepticism regarding his confession and consequently took time to describe each crime as precisely as possible to Berg. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. It is very easy to describe crimes one has not committed. One could scarcely credit it that a confession could be founded on very full newspaper reports and yet be simply an invention. To that extent, I quite understand your doubts, Professor. Man, this guy's wordy. He is wordy. He's got some words. I mean, he. I feel he's a smart dude. I feel like. Yeah, he's definitely intelligent. Well, that's why I said like you can tell his wheels are turning. But yeah. you had asked earlier, like, do you think he was a smooth talker? That's what I'm saying. He's well spoken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I. I think he was very smooth and probably used big words. Right. So where like the people he was talking to couldn't even quite understand what he was. Sure, because when you at. sound smart, people are like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're right yeah. there. They want to listen, sure. but they're also like, I don't yeah. know what the fuck he's talking about. I mean, yeah, about. they're kind of enamored a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's not. He wasn't a bad looking guy, you know. For that time period especially like he wasn't like a hideous beast you know so being wildly handsome and well-spoken i'm sure did i'm sorry i'm not as pretty as he is god yeah i'm sorry too (laughs) (laughs) all right Uh, 
Uh, Curtin's overriding motivation to explain his wrongs was not, as one might expect, a feeling of guilt or repentance, but simply to secure a lucrative future for his wife. What? Which we talked about in the last episode. Yep. Jesus. Remember he mm-hmm. talked her out of... Committing yeah. suicide. Suicide, because yep. he saved the day. Yep. You could turn me in and get the reward. I don't think it works like that for family, though, in America, right? <laughs> they're like, yeah, my husband's the killer. And they're like, I, don't, I, I mean, if your husband's the killer, you're definitely going under investigation to see how much you knew. I thought you said how much the reward, reward was. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still wanted to, man. I was doing fine until I turned my husband in. He was making bank out doing what he was doing. I didn't ask no questions. Well, Thanks for the ring that says, or the necklace that says Katie. My name's, uh, what's a girl's name? Instance, this is Less how it is in Southern Illinois. Um, there was but you a video. get necklaces with someone else's name on it. There is a no. There's a video of a guy like breaking into people's cars and stuff. Like they had a like at their carport, they had cameras and stuff, and they posted it all over Facebook and like put a number to call if you know who it is. And instead of my friends calling and being like, "Hey, I know who it is," they called and they were like, "Is there a reward for this?" And when they said <laughs> no, they're like, "Okay, never mind," and hung up. What the oh. fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I got information, but are you paying for it? I mean, stitches knowledge is power. Get stitches. Yeah. But I have health insurance, so how much that reward? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking A. Well, uh, Peter's consistently high regard paid to Frau Curtin throughout the ordeal is one of the most fascinating aspects in the account and contradicts much of what we know about Curtin's persona. Look who still speaks German. <laughs> Even though unfaithful throughout his marriage, Curtin was still exceptionally fond of his wife and was desperate to ensure a substantial reward for her future year. What a gentleman. What a nice, nice asshole. I think he was only gentle with her. Not with the sheep. Not with anybody he wanted to have (laughs) sex with. Right. Right. And like we talked about in the last episode, remember the one girl, he was like, do you want to have sex? And she was like, yeah. And they went and had sex and he moved on. There was no no unwillingness. So I'm sure his wife was not unwilling. So I'm sure he was like. Well, especially when she cited that as reason for the divorce. Right, like right. he's brutal, he's abusive, and also he doesn't fuck me. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> I had already finished with my life when I first knew the police were on my track. I wanted to fix up for my wife a carefree old age, for she's entitled to at least part of the reward. That is why I entered a plea of guilty to all of the crimes. Jesus. Charged with a total of nine murders. And seven attempted murders, the trial of the Dusseldorf Vampire opened on April 13th, 1931. Get your mail here, Dusseldorf Vampire on trial. Hey, yeah, hey. Get your mail, get your pamphlet. Come on, <laughs> come on. Come see the sheep fucker. Oh, that doesn't like ring as good as Dusseldorf Vampire. It just really doesn't. The sheep fucker. That's I pay for yeah, both. There's plenty of sheep fuckers. I'm gonna say <laughs> people are like I live right next door. Listen, three doors down, right over here. Got a guy who's just doing it on rotation. I don't even know why you want me. to. But I don't know one vampire. You oh, a vampire. Right? Oh, you got a vampire. Okay. Wait, does the vampire fuck sheep? Oh. I mean, I mean, it's Dusseldorf. <laughs> Sheep fuckers are so co- well. Sheep and goat fuckers are so common around here that to perfect it, I have been told how, which is you got to put the sheep or the goat on top of the roof and put rubber boots on, and then you back the sheep up or like you put the the hooves in your boots so that they can't get away, and then you get them close to the edge so because they- they'll keep backing up away from the edge, and then you don't even have to do the work. Right, but I heard you. Just- 
Why you put them on the roof? You just drive them to a cliff. It's so much less work. We don't <laughs> Not that I know from experience. Your roofs. Disappointed in the both of you right for, for now. For what? <laughs> do you have a better way? Yeah. Do we, is that <laughs> why you're mad? Way. Is that why you're mad? Because you know a better way? Help us out. Help us. Help us. <laughs> <sighs> help us. Help us. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Mm. Vampire has a better ring. Yeah. Get your pamphlet. Well, a special shoulder high cage had been built inside the courtroom. Is that how they get the sheep to fight? That's your secret? <laughs> Is that what you were talking about? You've got to put him in a cage. To prevent his escape. Oh, it's part of the show. And behind it was arranged some of the grisly exhibits of the Curtain Museum. There lay skulls of his victims and body parts displaying the injuries inflicted by the killer, each meticulously presented in a chronological fashion. Knives, rope, scissors, a goat, and a hammer, Poncho, <laughs> along with many articles of clothing and a spade he had used to bury a woman. It was indeed a gruesome exhibition. Oh, man, I and bet he it was. He fucking loved it. Yeah, oh, I'm every second of it. Literally, them putting it all on display, like, that was everything yep. for him. And like a kid showing off all of his toys on show and tell. He's the kind of guy that would, like, you know? request, like, demand a trial by jury just to watch the 12 members of the jury freak right. the fuck out. And like, not that he knew every school, but I'm sure it was, like, tagged and named. So he was like, oh, I remember young Katie. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I hope they had his hands restrained. Oh, so his shoulder <laughs> high. Can you see? No nope. peanut butter. All of a sudden, his shoulders just start jumping up and down. Oh, Sheesh. yeah, I'm sure he was. Well, the initial shock to the crowd, however, came with the physical appearance of the monster, dressed in an immaculate suit and with sleek, neatly parted hair. Curtin had the look of a prim and proper businessman, speaking in quiet, matter-of-fact voice. He initially denied his earlier confession and presented a not guilty plea to the examining magistrate. Oh. Plot twist. He had, he had, he said, confessed. To the crimes on the first occasion only to secure the, the reward for his wife. Even though thoroughly persistent, Curtin was eventually broken down by the examinating magistrate and after the trying two months, reverted to his original and full confession. I feel like he probably did that just to drag out mm -hmm. everything, yeah. Living, because yeah. reliving it. Because he knows you once he goes to prison, like, he's You're not going to drag out evidence if you just say guilty right off the bat. They're not even going to bring the evidence out and try to convince anybody. Yeah, so you got to say not guilty first so you can get so your So that jollies. you can have the, all the trial, yeah. Yep. And he can't get away with, oh, well, I'm not guilty now like you gave them in-depth details about your crimes yes. which matched everything like well enough spoken that a professor was like i'm gonna jot this down you crazy as shit we're gonna <laughs> yeah. use this for future serial killers uh, the ampl amplification of the crimes was more monstrous than anyone had imagined yet the most brilliant doctors in germany testified that Curtin had been perfectly responsible for his actions at all times as in not crazy, yep. obviously. Yep. His motive was made clear from the start. He wanted to revenge himself on society for the wrongs he had suffered in prison. In answer to the judge's questions as to whether he had a conscience, Curtin replied, I have none. Never have I felt any misgiving in my soul. Never did I think to myself that what I did was bad. Even though human society condemns it, my blood and the blood of my victims will be on the heads of my tortures. There must be a higher being who gave in the first place the first vital spark to life. The higher being would deem my actions good since I revenged injustice. The punishments I have suffered have destroyed all my feelings as a human being. That was why I had no pity for my victims. And yeah. This guy is playing some crazy mental gymnastics yeah. to justify this in his own head. Like but that, 
I mean, honestly, he could completely think that. I mean, he's he was obviously super smart, but he was probably I, like that. He definitely believes his way of thinking. Sure. Yeah. Like yeah, t- yeah. like it's Ted, not just an excuse. He believes it. Yeah. 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 Like Ted Kaczynski smart. Only not like as smart as Ted Kaczynski because he was a brilliant like mathematician and like his brain worked that way but this guy was smart as like in that same category without like the book intelligence if that makes sure, sense sure. Yeah, yeah. right but i feel like he was definitely like too smart for his own brain which made him probably crazy <laughs> for his own like justifications yeah that makes sense yeah i'm glad i got a mediocre brain <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason we're not killers we have stupid <laughs> brains that's why we just fuck shapes that's on why, the roof before we have a podcast just back him up to a cliff. I don't know why you're wasting all that time putting him on a roof. It's so much easier to drive him to Garden of Gods and just put him up on a cliff. They call it kissing camels, but it's really fucking goats. <laughs> fucking goats rock. If you, if you squint hard enough, it do look like a goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. In his trademark flat, unemotional voice, Curtin described a life in which a luckless combination of factors. Here, Diddy. <laughs> here, Diddy, Diddy. Here, Diddy, Diddy. Heredity is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Okay. You got it. <laughs> Environment. The faults of the German penal system had conspired to bring out and foster the latent sadistic streak in which Curtin believed he had been born. The, 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 what, the what system? system? What's that system? The what kind of system is it? <laughs> bring out the penile system. Oh, the penile. Oh, oh yeah. I like with, that the, with the extra, the, the aisle. Like, not that, penal, not penal, penile. That's the Chicago in town. No, so I see at the penile system. I probably said it that way because oh, I was man. just listening to the mugs where you were talking about where she was asking you about your penile for uh, your your plans for what the fuck is it? New Year's Eve. I have not heard this one. And yet. it sounded like she was saying you got big peanut penile or something like that, and she was saying plans. The chick at work that oh, asked you if you had big plans, and you oh, thought she was asking if you had a big penis. 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 Do you have? Big I don't know. Yeah, now yeah. I got penile instead of yeah. penal. Do, do you have big... That was, man, that was an old mug. I was like, I don't remember that like the other day when I recorded. Yeah, she was like, do you have do you have big penis? I was like, what? Do you, do you have big penis? We talked about that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I remember it now. I yep. think it's just penis. normal. <laughs> it, no, it's just a standard issue. Like, just that's normal. just... Yeah. I'm not going to tell you it's small. You can find out. I didn't say that. <laughs> I was just very confused. Like, geez, Once you're invested, you can find that out. <laughs> man... I was in love with that girl, secretly. Oh. I won't lie. Aww. The court became hypnotized with the dramatic extent of the revelations. The killer at one point describing his thoughts on how to cause accidents involving thousands of people with no modicum of self-restraint. I derived the sort of pleasure from these visions that other people would get from thinking about a naked woman. Way to, like, try to normalize it. Like, yeah. so this is oh, no, what you guys same. do, and this is what I do. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's just different it's things. Have, you, have you guys ever read a Playboy? It's the exact same thing except for I stab sheep. Yes. <laughs> it's all the dog catcher's fault. Oh. You fantasize about naked women. I not, fantasize not about all the dog catcher's fault, but definitely. Oh, he definitely had some. Oh yeah, I, he helped for he, sure. Yeah, a big did. help, like a big help. I'm not saying this stuff wouldn't have happened, but it definitely got him. Like, yep. It, dog torturing was a great yeah. first step on the way to. Yeah, most yeah. people, most people can say like, I have no dog in this fight, 
That's a saying. Yep. When you're not in there. <laughs> yep. This guy. You can't say that. Nope. He tortured the dog in the fight while he was masturbating. That's how this went. Disgusting. It's definitely. Disgusting. Well, uh, Curtin went on to narrate the details of his killing. Each individual incident presented in a manner of such organization and efficiency never before seen. God. I really wish there was like footage of it. It's like weird as that sounds. I just wish I could see his mannerisms. It is fascinating, right? Like just like, like the way that I, Ted, mean, I hate Ted Bundy. We all know this. We don't mm-hmm. talk about Ted Bundy. That's right. But if you ever watch the trials when he goes into like talking about the crimes, it's <sighs> fuck Ted Bundy. <laughs> I'm pissed at myself for bringing him up. I don't oh. deserve quick trips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the confession was indeed so damning that the prosecution barely bothered to present any evidence. The defendant's counsel, Dr. Do the it. defendant's counsel. Do it. The defendant's counsel, Dr. Winner, had Wainer. the. Dr. Weiner. Like Weiner. Oh, All God. of a sudden, Matt doesn't know German. All right. <laughs> the defendant's counsel, Dr. Weiner, had the hopeless task of trying to prove insanity in the face of unbreakable evidence from the many distinguished psychiatrists. I know you guys are professionals, but I don't think you're correct. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Like Listen. that liar liar movie, and he, it's like it's just bad for my case or whatever. <laughs> you know where he's, he's, you know what I'm talking about. I do know that part. Yes, yes. Uh, on the grounds of something, something, and also it's bad for my case. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. He's like, I'd like a continuance, and he's like, such and such, and it's just really bad. Yeah. For on my what case. grounds? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the man curtain is a riddle to me. I cannot solve it. The criminal Harmon only killed men. Landrow and Grossman only women. But Peter killed men, women, children, and animals. Killed anything he found. The jury took only one and a half hours to reach a unanimous verdict. Guilty on all counts. The presiding judge, Dr. Rose, interrupted the continuing self-righteous ramblings of the defendant to sentence him to the death nine times yep jesus you've been sentenced to death nine fucking shut up times. shut up curtain i'm gonna kill you nine fucking times shut the fuck up <laughs> i think it was one for every time he interrupted he's like you've been sentenced <laughs> yeah. to death you've been sentenced to two death you you three, three four curtain that's for fucking god <laughs> kill him revive him kill him again uh, that's some terror level shit and i don't like it i mean yeah it's it's like its own it's a torture he, <laughs> He's like a cat. He'll get nine lives. Except for the Kill killer. Him, resurrect him. Is getting off on it. The guy who's Yeah. Been, that's the <gasps> weird thing. When one killer goes down, another one's born. What? Well, you Ew. know how they say, like, when one life dies, another one's born. Like, sometimes grandma dies and then somebody has a baby in the family. I don't know. It's a thing people say. Makes it comforting somehow. I thought you were going the other way. From Chicago. With, like, if I murder a murderer, the same number of murderers is still in the world. Like, I, I was born a murderer. No, I mean, when like I if killed the murderer, like they're going to strangle him and then revive him just to kill him again. And then that person is going to obviously be there. They killed nine people. It was all one person, but they killed nine times are literally the worst tattoo quotes ever. Well, the curtain behaved in a dignified fashion and did not challenge the judgment nor feign any remorse. He did, however, note every discrepancy in the accounts of the witnesses and also (laughs) protested against the observations of the experts, which were not, in his opinion, wholly accurate. Listen, I'm not guilty. She was lying because I definitely stabbed her seven times, not six. Yeah. He didn't even know how many times I stabbed. This is your expert? Doesn't even know how many times I stabbed? 
Okay, that's it. That's it. I'm the done. witness says, well, this is what I saw. Well, just so you know, that's that's not exactly how it went down. I'll tell you how it went down. Also, I'm not guilty. <laughs> ten times. I said ten times. Uh, July 2nd, 1932, the Dusseldorf vampire went to his death at a guillotine erected in the yard of the Klingelputz prison. The worst Wait, of who, all who, the prisons. You're telling me he was erect while they were... The guillotine was. <laughs> uh, he he was... went to death at a guillotine erected. So I'm just going to assume he had a boner. I mean, it's Klingelputz. <laughs> Have you been to Klingelputz? <laughs> it's the worst of all the prisons in Dusseldorf. It's definitely give you an erection. I have I mean... one now talking about it. <laughs> I don't even want a quick trip anymore. I want a Kunkelplatz. Uh, curtain expressed his last earthly desire on the way to the yard. Tell me, he asked the prison psychiatrist, after my head has been chopped off, will I still be able to hear, at least for a moment, the sound of my own blood gushing from the stump of my neck? Motherfucking Fucking metal. The only cool thing this man has ever said. Wow. He savored this thought for a while, and then he added, that would be the pleasure to end all pleasures. Fucking Fright? Shit. Fucking. Holy hell. I would jack off if my hands could still reach my penis. So, yes, Tara, he was definitely erect. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're going to go, I mean, I just, I, granted, he's weird. He's weird. Just <laughs> humans. All of us. No, not me. Oh, you're definitely not. Oh, maybe not, maybe not dog torture and masturbating nuts, but. <laughs> but peanut butter masturbating nuts. Masturbate while torturing a dog. Oh. Inside the mind of a Terra. <laughs> a sociopath. For those Psycho killer. Sorry. No, don't be. Don't ever be sorry for singing Rush. <laughs> I don't even know why I try anymore. I love it when he looks at me like he wants to hit me. <laughs> He's like, man, I really need the other half of that rent. So I can't <laughs> hit this guy. I mean... It's not even the first yet. You already paid for May. That's true. I got 30 days to find somebody to fill your hole. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Wait I a sure minute. will willingly let you do that. Okay. But did buy, we have matching Mega Man cups, so <laughs> as we hold them up proudly. I can't wait to show all our trinkets. Like why we're recording. Yeah. If only I had a shelf. Hmm. Okay. All right. Inside <laughs> the mind of a sociopath. Even though it has long since been accepted that there is no single reason for a serial crime. The same contributing factors rear their evil head in case of nearly all killers of this type. Peter Kirk is no different and exhibits many char characteristics of the so-called lust killer. He was essentially a pathological oversexed, oversexed sociopath, a.k.a. Terra. <laughs> Did you know that in German, Terra translates straight to pathologically oversexed sociopath? So this motherfucker knows wow. four words in German. <laughs> 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 and I'm the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, uh, uh, if this was an 80s movie, Germans and punk rockers, man, those are the, definitely the bad guys. Yep. Starring Avril Lavigne. And Van Damme. <laughs> those are the two. And then I'm, I have to be the bad guy? Only if I get my ass kicked by... Yeah, you know four words in German. April Levine. <laughs> All right. Uh, so she path blah. Well, an individual so self-centered that in his eyes, no other human being mattered. Curtin admitted to feeling to a feeling of tension before and after the crime, a condition that convinced experts of the sexual character of the motive. Attacks were planned and carried out in order to achieve a sexual satisfaction that could only be obtained through acts of violence. This is the ultimate operation of a monstrous and unique egotism, the satisfaction of one's sexual urges at all costs. 
He goes on to say, I committed my acts of arson for the same reasons, sadistic propensity. I got pleasure from the glow of the fire and the cries for help. I mean, it, it adds up. Like I said, that she had that one willing victim and he didn't kill her because... Because she was willing, yeah. There was no cries for help. There was, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I mean, he had sex and I'm sure he was like, all right, I had sex, but it didn't, I'm sure it didn't fill his need, yeah. his desire. I'm he sure probably he was, didn't even finish. No. Finish? He's German. <laughs> that was dumb. Oh, jeez. I support it. <laughs> <laughs> A word about Curtin the man. Okay. Curtin, the myth, the man, <laughs> the legend, the beast, <laughs> the vampire of Dusseldorf, the sheep fucker. In personal appearance, Peter Curtin was well-built, well clean-shaven, and fresh-complexioned. He was smooth-skinned, mm-hmm. not just smooth-talking. Smooth-skinned, smooth-talking. In all his personal habits, he was meticulous, and this narcissistic tendency truly reflected the self-satisfaction of the inner man. Curtin dearly loved himself, and it was the kernel of his tragedy that he was unable to love any other human being. A I real? mean, I'm conceited, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My skin is so smooth. This is from all them sheep-fuckings I did. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised he didn't, like, stare at himself in the mirror while he masturbated. Do you think it was the jiffy that kept the acne away? Why are we talking about that? You said jiffy and acne, and all I could think about is the girls with the really bad acne that use too much foundation, and it looks like peanut brittle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Unfortunately, I know exactly what yeah, you're talking it made, about. Yeah, it made there was a image. Your yeah. description was perfect. Spot on. Yeah. It's the sociopath in me. Yeah, it's like... It, the equivalent of the wall here. I just. <laughs> are you sure you're not the Dusseldorf vampire? You're in the Klingelpuds no, prison. I'm the Dusseldorf witch. Oh. That's... Throughout his examination, Curtin constantly came back to the miseries of his childhood and his time spent in incarceration. He always spoke of them with great bitterness and often blamed them for turning him into the person he became. I feel like he should have also brought up the dog catcher. And this perfect skin. And the dog the catcher, dog did catcher him a favor. and the and the chick that wanted to be hurt while having sex. I feel like definitely helped. Uh, yeah. I mean he brought that stuff up. He's just coming back to the miseries of his childhood. Right. This is where it started. Yeah he this blamed jail. I... He didn't blame the dog fucker. He blamed no his injustices well, and being the jailed. The dog fucker didn't make him bitter, right? Yeah, because it wasn't almonds. Perhaps more than any other killer of his type, Curtin seemed to understand exactly where, so to speak, it all went wrong. As George Goodwin, an analyst of Curtin, once remarked, "If he did become a victimizer of the innocent, it must be remembered that he began life as an innocent victimized." <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. He's, mean, not, he's not justifying it, but he's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, some people are born bad. They've had perfect childhoods and kill, and some people... Get turned. It gets ingrained yeah. into them, you know? Yeah. Inevitably, the question of his sanity, and hence his legal responsibility, became a major issue of the trial. It was decided that Curtin was suffering from no organic mental disease or from any functional mental disease, and that he was, therefore, responsible in law for his crimes. Yeah. Nine deaths for you. Nine. I mean, in a room. They're, they're like, you're fucked up in the head, but you're not. You know what you're doing. Crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, psychoanalysts declare that the criminal differs from the man who adjusts himself to society and that he fails to sublimate the aggressive primitive urges. These actions are motivated 
by the wounds he inflicted upon him by justice. No, these wounds are motivated by the wounds inflicted upon him by injustice. There can be no doubt that Curtin suffered harshly in prison and that in this way he obtained the subject matter for an easy later rationalization. So I said to myself in my youthful way, you just wait, you pack of scoundrels. That was more or less the kind of retaliation or revenge idea. For example, I, I kill someone who was innocent and not responsible for the fact that I'd been badly treated. But if there's really such thing on earth as compensating justice, then my tormentors must feel it, even if they do not know that I have done it. Yikes. This idea of vengeance and atonement is, in Curtin's case, rooted in sadism and is a mask for the sexual feeling. Even though studied by analysts in prison, these factors never seem to come to the forefront of the evaluation. A basic prison diagnosis of sadism in the patient would have saved many lives, but Curtin was instead free to see his crimes as justification for the brutality witnessed throughout his life. He felt regret for the innocent victims, but never showed any remorse for his actions. How could I do so? After all, I had to fulfill my mission. Fucking yep. He also Just had to God. let out his e-mission. Oh. oh. He's not a car. Oh. 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 <laughs> Check his emissions. And who's that one guy? Since you got some quotes from a, a while back, right before I moved, he reminds me of him, like his attitude. He's like, I did what I did because it's what needed to be done. The system <laughs> is the man that made me. Man, you know what I'm talking more about? Tattoo quotes. Yeah, more. I did what I did because it had to be done. That seems to be a recurring theme in killers. Well, it's not my fault. What, prison and rape? It's not my fault I did it. You know, mm. society made me into the killer that I am. So here I am in, in court, and I'm going to hold all of the court as a personification of society. Right. As if all of society is contained in this one single courtroom. A Dusseldorf vampire, the philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Curtin thought a lot about himself and reached a fair degree of self-recognition. He was aware of his fatal, sadistic propensity, but always explained this due to heredity and his upbringing. There was a number of occasions, however, when Curtin seems to have recognized his evil, <clears throat> sorry, his evil nature and made it clear to a victim, in doing so almost apologizing for his unnecessary actions. This is highly unusual for a lust killer of Peter's type who are normally entirely convinced by their motives for atonement. So, like with him, so most of the time, human beings don't necessarily notice their toxic traits or even their really good traits. It's the people around them that let them realize, like, these things about themselves. He was fully aware of all of his traits and could let you know them. Like, instead of how we, like, you don't realize that you do something that is some bullshit until, you know, your significant other or your friend is like, you know, some bullshit. you do this a lot. Yeah. And like it's how really you guys make okay fun of my do. gap. No, you're well aware. God damn it. You say it too. You're right. <laughs> but like stuff like that, like he was fully aware of every little thing about himself. I agree. He didn't need no friends to be like, you know, I agree it's with kind of fucked up that you're fucking sheep and stabbing him. He's like, it's kind of fucked mm -hmm. up that I'm fucking sheep and stabbing him, but I'm okay with it. So I'm going to keep doing it. <sighs> I mean, yeah, he drowned one kid and kid was like, I got to save this kid. He's like, well, I'm going to drown your ass yeah. <laughs> Thanks for jumping in, sucker. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> it's rap. a two for one deal. <sighs> You'd get a two for one at Quick Trip. You can't get that at 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to Come and Go. That's what this guy did. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to get a Come and Go sponsorship at this point. Oh, say less, homie. I'm, I'm charming and dapper, and I have smooth skin. <laughs> Is it neatly parted? The hair? skin? Just the teeth. <laughs> Dear God. Son of a... Once again, <sighs> self-aware. Sociopath. 
Terrence called me that more than once. Oh, uh, yeah. How charming he is with people. I'm like, you really have traits of a serial killer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the gap that seals the deal. I'm on looking that. out for it. This gap doesn't seal anything. It needs seal. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, interestingly, when considering all the psychopathic tendencies exhibited by Curtin, is that his inclination to lie and deceive was supremely cultivated, and the mask of a respectable citizen was scarcely penetrable. <sighs> Avril wouldn't do me like this. Avril wouldn't you, do I'll you. I'll give you a B minus. <laughs> he goes, Avril wouldn't do you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not a skater boy. Yeah, she straight said, see you later, boy. It's the gap, isn't it? Go back go back to his uh, teens, and she probably would be all about them cornrows. Oh, God. Let's not bring up the cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> Cornrows and gaps. Cornrows well, and gaps. All right. Uh, his calm assurance allowed him to time his attacks perfectly and then to move off swiftly into the night. Yet the most puzzling characteristic of Curtin is the immense loyalty shown to his wife. For this killer, the infidelity of the assaults weighed more heavily than the bloody murder. A baffling character, Frau Curtin, exhibited great humility throughout her marriage throughout her marriage life and saw the bad times with peter as punishment for her sinful former existence oh wow she's like sad self-inflicting like oh i deserved to yeah be married to this murderer because i had premarital sex before or something like what i mean it's like 1800 russia i mean (laughs) i'm not i'm not communist enough i don't know right (laughs) My tits don't Cause... produce vodka. I am a bad wife. <laughs> Although, if I found a wife that tits that produced vodka, I'd be like, oh, shame it's not whiskey. <laughs> no. As much as Curtin himself disrespected women, he seems to have understood this devotion and once commented, my relations with my wife were always good. I did not love her in the sensual way, but because of my ad- admiration for her fine character. Which is fucking weird. That is so weird. I love everything about you, but I'm not going to fuck you. I love everything about you. I mean, I guess really it just says that Curtin had more value in his marriage than he did to not murdering people like that. I don't know about that. I mean, he, he straight says that the infidelity more value in her as a person weighed more heavily than the bloody murder. Because he's like, well, she's good people. Right. I shouldn't have done that to her. It doesn't matter that I killed people, but I shouldn't have done that to her. Like, I shouldn't have cheated on her while I was murdering these people. Right. It's 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 not that he did those bad things. It's that he was dishonest with his wife. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It just fucks me up more that she thought she deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, the, that's the most fucked up part. Yeah. And maybe that's why he loved her because she was so self deprecating maybe you know like i'm not worthy of love and this and that and he's like let let me love you oh but he can't get off on it right because she's not gonna fight but he holds her up on a high regard he sees her as a perfect being and she hates herself this is sad and disgusting maybe just a reflection of his own self maybe no he loves himself yeah he definitely loves himself i love myself too what's up i have no idea what that I know what it means. It was perhaps that Curtin loved his wife for her preoccupation with the concept of redemption and emotional that he was incapable of displaying. Maybe if others had provided him with more than crude sexual gratis- gratisfaction. I can't no. <laughs> gratisfaction. Gratification. I can't no. A selfless and self-effacing love, Peter Curtin would not have turned out quite the way he did. Hell yeah, Tara. You fucking read that shit like you made that shit your bitch. It's always going to be gratisfaction. Though. Gratisfaction. You've said that like 
at least three or four times. It's so good, though. It Great is every time. That's just how I read it. I don't know why. Like, it reads that way to me. And fuck you guys for not knowing who Ugly Kid Joe is. Uh, Your brother? <laughs> you think I don't know who Ugly Kid Joe is? You know, um, who, you know my brother? Yeah. Yeah, Ugly Kid Joe. His brother uh, is Ugly Kid Monty. I know him in the biblical sense. Well, that's a weird way to... <laughs> <laughs> not finish the sentence. Uh, <laughs> it is, however, all pure conjecture. There will always remain the problem of the genesis of Curtin's sadistic perversions, and we, as analysts of true crime, will never know the full truth. One may advance a number of heredity and emotional factors yet still be without a convincing explanation to the psychological riddle he presents. Godwin once stated that love is the gateway of life as hate is the way of death. And it was Curtin's tragedy that he died without discovering this eternal truth. Man, philosophers are so stupid. (laughs) Uh, Whatever the answer may be to the great enigma that was Peter Curtin, Perhaps it's fitting to leave the final words of this analysis to the killer himself. I did it. I fucked a sheep. Uh, I I keep forgetting he's well-spoken. Sticky, sticky, stab, stab. (laughs) Well, yes, I did fuck that sheep. I Uh, fucked it very, very well. uh, As I now see the crimes committed by me, they are so ghastly that I do not want to attempt any sort of excuse for them. I am prepared to bear the consequences of my misdeeds and hope that thus I will atone for a large part of what I have done. And when you consider my execution and recognize my goodwill to atone for my crimes, I think that the terrible desire for revenge and hatred against me cannot endure, and I want to ask you to forgive me. I'm going to go with no, dude. Yeah, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. I feel like it's... It's more like he wants to ask you to forgive him, but he's not going to ask. Right. Well, no, because that would require him asking. Actually being penitent. Right. Penitent. Yes. Remorseful. Yes. Which Contrite. He, which he was not <laughs> in the slightest. That's, yeah. This, do, one, this one is not one of my one. favorites. I love it. <laughs> All right, so there's two ways to I see I mean, him. okay, yeah. The episode is one of my favorites. This guy is not no, one no, of my favorites. No, no, the guy's not my favorites, but he was definitely a monster, a beast. I mean, a beast. That's why we're doing beasts and butchers, right? Yeah. He was both. He was definitely both. And a rapist and a sheep fucker. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get your butchery and sex skills somewhere. That's... The dog catcher taught me. <laughs> taught a butcher. Oh, God. <laughs> you got to keep it masturbating. <laughs> My beat was off. That's not the offspring. Yeah, that's no. not. I, I, as soon as I did it. <laughs> got to keep them penetrated. <laughs> no? All right. Got to keep it refrigerated. You're talking about milk, right? You got to keep it refrigerated. Just... I'm talking oh. about those vodka titties. What's up? <laughs> hey. Oh, that's definitely room temperature, right? Or slightly above. 98, slightly, yeah. 98.7. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fucking oh. A. Yeah, guy's a sick fucker, man. We can all agree on that. But it was a Absolutely. good show. I fucking it was decent, I feel like. What do we got next week? What do we do next week? Do we know? Top, top 10? 10? What's top 10? It's literally a list of 1 through 10, Matt. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand the premise. <laughs> top 10 fairies. And you are number one. Ah, oh, Yes. Can we count down from 10 so I'm at the bottom? I don't see why not. He wants to be on bottom. Yes, there it was. <laughs> it's like well, waiting. They're waiting for it. I waiting. Guess, 
waiting for you to get on bottom, but you got to do it from the top. That's it. <laughs> Listen, a lot of times the bottoms need to be put on the bottom, right? Oh, like yeah. It's part of being a bottom. I'm power bottom. You don't just get on the bottom. Put me there. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Listen, if I'm bottoming, I'm going to do it. Like, you 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 better top me, motherfucker. Like, I'm being a bottom right now. What I the fuck? I bought you a Mega Man mug. <sighs> how, yeah, how can you top that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you later. <laughs> we should do a photo shoot where it's just us naked, but this is in front of our penises. The, yes. the Mega Man. Mug. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm totally in. Can you hide the balls and the penis with the cup? We can Photoshop them out. I doubt that it's. It, How about can we put them in? It the gets cup? cold here. Well, no. Yeah, that's what gonna, I was thinking. I don't like, know, man. It's a really small. Cup. Yeah, it's a really small opening because like I mean, the, the top dude, of the head. You can, you can get your you balls can, in, but you won't be able to pull them back out. Today I fucked up by trying to do a photo shoot by sticking my balls in a Mega Man cup. And then I got semi-erect, and all the blood got stuck in there. But I didn't want to go to the doctor or break the cup, so I wore it for three days, and here I am in the ER. That's right. That's my only Mega Man X cup. <laughs> it was I mean, my I only Mega Man I would go to the hospital. I would just take a hammer to it. No. 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 Are you kidding me? My dick is in there. Yeah, I'm sorry. You I'll just hit it with a hammer. It's fine. There's no shrapnel or nothing. Oh, I was worried about the cup. I don't give a shit about my dick. Let's <laughs> <laughs> approach it from both sides. I went to the, I went to the, the dick or the so cup. Get it out without breaking my cup. I mean, just like a good DP. Let's approach it from both sides. We're both gonna put it I in mean, one cup. You know, you know what? Two, yes. guys, two guys, one cup. Two guys, <laughs> one cup. Uh, I, I mean, if up? it does get stuck, your best bet is to use peanut butter. Crunchy. Girls super, on to something. Super chunk. Girls on to something. Okay. All right. Wrapping it up, is that it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's wrap it up it. before you put it in the cup. Oh. Wrap it up before you put it in the, the best part of waking up. Is your penis in a cup? Folgers, we are looking for sponsors. <laughs> keep it lubricated. <laughs> Every time. Come on now. I'm not a bass player. I don't listen to that shit music. That was awfully twangy. Why aren't you a guitar? You're good at that. I play a bass is a guitar. Bass. Fuck my god. Yeah, it's, like, fucking it's a guitar. It just has less strings and they're further apart from my clumsy fat fingers. Like my teeth. They're teeth, but they're just further <laughs> the fuck apart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fucking A. All right, guys. Well, we love the shit out of you. If you get a chance, head over to patreon.com slash pints of the round table. You can support us there. We also definitely want to thank all you guys that have been listening. We hit 500 plays in, what, one week? Yeah. Or something like good that. stuff. Man, I'm proud of us. Yeah. yeah. Once, once we, I'm proud of our listeners. I'm proud of you they, guys. They yeah. listened for that long. Yeah, I'm proud of them <laughs> for going through that. And that helps us a lot. When you play the uh, episode all the way through and we get the ad credit, man, it means it means a lot. It does. It's it really, stuff. really does. But if you don't want the ads, you can, like I said, support us at Patreon um, or keep playing the ads. doesn't matter. We just love that you guys are listening. And definitely, if you guys want to hear anything or sponsor a show or you have something you love or hate or want to change, we definitely want your advice. You can hit us up at uh, pintsotrt at gmail.com and send us, tell us you love us, tell us you hate us. We love all the feedback. Good, bad, neutral, otherwise. Yeah. Uh, Can I put in a request? You are a host. (laughs) Okay, so if we have like a review section on the website, instead of stars, can it be poops? <laughs> Give us more oh, poops. You're going to have to take that up with... Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be on the... Uh, <laughs> rate us five poops. Five poops, yeah. On our website. I don't think you can rate us on our website, right? 
Oh, well, no, that's yeah. why I said it. Like, if we can get a review, oh. right, like rate section, and make them poops. Yeah, make them poops instead of stars. Rate if, us five poops. You know what? If I can ever get around to the website and refurbishing it, like I'm trying to, then I will We're do my poops. best. I'll make it low on the priority, but also not like like medium not, not, low. Not the bottom. Yeah, not definitely yes. not the bottom. Medium low in the low of the middle. Medium low. Medium low. Sweet yeah. chariot, common folk to suck my. Oh, let us guys know if you hated the character acting in this one because oh, there was none. I know you you didn't hate it because it was non-existent, right? And that's yeah, what you t- hated. T- how about because yeah, we, tell we us do, if you're into it or not? Because we do get mixed reviews on it, but we need to know because we want to make the this show is for you guys. I mean, it's for us, but it's definitely for you guys. So oh, yeah, sure. So we got to know because we get we get hit and miss on it. Yeah, we're not good at it. Yeah, we're trying. Definitely not you're good at it. Let us know. I think was this our first show that we didn't? None of us, not one of us, did any character acting. I know I did at the very beginning. Oh, well, let us know if you liked it or not. Then I did a limerick, and Matt was like, ew. I wasn't even German. (laughs) Limericks aren't German. Why are you doing limericks on a German episode? (laughs) Because even if you bring a limerick to Germany, it's still going to be a limerick. Well, then do it in later, Hosen. (laughs) See you later, Hosen. I'm just a skater posing. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's get out of here. Let's do it. All right. Well, we are applying to the roundtable. I hope you enjoyed listening. I hope you didn't hate us. Cheers. 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 And stay sexy and don't get murdered. Woo woo.